Chris, question for you. What was more disappointing, Finau falling at the last hurdle once again or the Celtics choking? Listen, listen, listen. I don't want to talk 24 about 24-point lead. We're not talking about that. The mega choke. That is so incredibly dark that Ugh. it's not even worth discussing. It, no one it, wants to hear about the Celtics. Blow it all <laughs> let's up. Get, let's get to the Genesis. Incredible tournament. I thought this was probably the most exciting tournament since the Masters. You're willing like, to go that far? I'm willing to go that far. Can you name me one that was more thrilling? I mean, for normal or regular tour events, the, the two that come to my mind for last year were the BMW and Workday. I forget what happened in the Workday. Workday was the one where JT made like a 70-footer on the first playoff oh, hole, yeah. and then more yeah, 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 drained yeah. right on top of him. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot they were calling that at the work day. That, yeah, that's there. That's definitely right there. Well, a lot of people didn't see it because it was only on uh, CBS streaming in the morning. They didn't put it on live TV. So, <laughs> so that could that could it's be a, a shadow bosh. event. Could be could be a ghost tournament. It was definitely a ghost tournament. Um, but. Okay, so the Genesis, Sam Burns leading the whole way, the whole fucking way. And he really didn't falter at all the first three days. He made a cup, he made those three consecutive birdies there in the third round, and then play got suspended. But he seemed like he was gonna get it done, especially after that start and the shot he hit into seven, was it that he hit the two inches? I think yes. it was seven. I mean, he, he went out in 31 today. He went out with the birdie. He had a, he had a clutch par save on 10, and then the wheels and to came me, off. The putts on 9 and 10, I thought, okay, that's it. The putt, the putt on 10 was massive. And 9. Those were both sliders. I mean, to make those two putts, I figured, okay, this guy's got it. If he's going to make putts like this, he's not going to go away, and no one else is going to catch him. And then he, then he pumped it into the woods. It came back out, and he was scrambling to make bogey. And then it just went straight downhill from there. Yeah, it was really like he started getting wild off the tee, and it started on 11. He kind of yeah. blasted it right. Ended up missing that green. Made a nice up and down for five. And then he's just wild off the tee from there. He's a fan of the big right miss. He is. He really I mean, is. That swing is that swing is an anti-left golf swing if I've ever seen one. It's just just bow the left wrist and rotate the shit out of it. And just hit like that sliding, kind of like that sliding power fade. There's a little bit of the Daniel Berger to it. There is. Yeah. So at the beginning of the day, I literally I walked downstairs to the kitchen and I said, I told Sean, Fina's winning. I was like, this is it. Fina's going to backdoor charge. It was, <laughs> it was looking good. Oh, my God. It was such a fucking flawless round, too. It was so flawless. I was, I was Cedricking alone in my apartment after he birdied 17. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> we were doing that all day. I mean, Oh, my the, God. The way he was putting, too. He was just nails. I... And this is a guy who's like traditionally yippy. He changed his putting putting grip 
again. Yeah. I mean, he, his stroke doesn't look great. Like the, the toe of the putters, you know, 10 feet off the ground. Oh, it doesn't look good at all. Have you noticed with Finau's putting, he's never soles the putter properly. Either, either the heel yeah. of the putter is in the sky or the toe is just pointing yeah. to God. <laughs> yeah. It's moving all over the place. Oh, but, it's so wishy. Gosh, the putt he made on 16. Yeah, that was awesome putt. Oh my god, that was such a fast putt, and he just casted it out there. Oh, it was, and it just it was in all in. the way. And Homa had the same putt mm-hmm. that he missed low. And Homa, Homa was not. Homa looked a little shaky with his with his uh, reads today. Yeah, he. I mean, missed a he lot kinda, of putts he low. Was lurking, he just was lurking. He stayed in the picture. Yeah. We need. I think we need to write out dictionary definitions for lurking and lingering. They're very similar, but they're very different at the same time. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna have to explain the difference because I use we'll them get interchangeably. It. Okay, fair enough. But that, and then he got up and down on 18. Like he was hitting, he was correcting mistakes that you thought would do him in in previous tournaments. Like when he let, when he chunked his second shot in 18, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, here's where he blows it. And then he gets up and down kicking. And it's like, whoo, there we well, go. That's Thank the God. Thing. It's like, I don't know. I was sure that he was going to par 17 somehow, like block it right or something, but he grinds a birdie. He that makes was an that insane pot. birdie. Oh, the second shot was disgusting. Yeah. It was an He's amazing recovery. And that that chip was no was no piece of cake. That's running away from him all the way. Yeah, and he still had some work left. Yeah, and he drilled it. Oh so, my God. and then he roped a drive on eighteen. I mean, that he hole, melted it. That hole's kind of becoming a little bit obsolete. If everybody's kind of driver wedging it now, all you got to do is hit like a little power fade, and you have hundred fifty. Yeah. Well, the thing is, if you miss left though, then you're fucked. And if you, but you're yeah. not even that fucked because Burns went way left and you kind of just hit it up there, maybe a little long, and it's kind of an easy chip coming back. Yeah. But, so I don't know. But he can't, he, can't so, miss long. Yeah, but can you though? There's nothing really there. That's I know true. it's a delicate chip, but anyways, Finau basically plays flawless. And I actually thought that the one bogey he had on 15 where he drove it into the lip of the bunker. I mean, he's two yards from that ball being perfect. Yeah. And he makes, at worst, a par and probably wins a golf tournament. But that was really – I wouldn't even consider that a mistake. I mean, I guess he blocked it. I guess he blocked it a little bit. But you're not going to call that bogey sloppy or something like that. There wasn't yeah, an, right. There wasn't a quote-unquote unforced error. It's right. not like – cause because he had a good – he had a good layup. It's not like – because Burns hit the same exact drive, and he made a rookie mistake trying to bite off more than he could chew and put right. it into a spot where you had no chance to get it up and down. Right. No, I totally agree. So that was the only one where he was really close to getting that one break that a lot of winners get. When you went on tour, you just get that one break, and that could have been it. But regardless... The breaks were, the breaks were falling his way, but I mean... Homa himself also played a pretty flawless round himself. 
Yeah, I mean, no bogeys, including him finishing the third round today and the entire fourth round. No bogeys. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say otherwise. I thought, I thought he had like the greatest walk off of an all time on the 18, and then he lipped out. And I instantly called him. Let's talk about so the series of events. I mean, Homa. I mean, Finau gets in the barn, and you have he's looking good. Oh, he's looking unbelievable. And Homa has at that point seven footer for birdie on seventeen. Which he drinks. Which you're thinking, like, he has to make this to get to 12. Mm-hmm. He drills it. And then he steps up on 18, hits a rope, bleeder cut. And once I saw that he had, like, what did he have, 124 into that green on 18? He, he nuked it. Nuked it? He was, he was a machine off the tee. And this is a guy that, like... His career got derailed a little bit from the driving hips. Right. So it's pretty crazy. So then he has this wedge in, and then once he hits it, you think it's tournament over. I mean, he spins it back to three feet. It looks so like, good in the air. There it is. I My heart sank. I'm just like, oh, fuck. Uh, poor Tony. I know. I was feeling so bad for Tony. I was like, oh, it really has to end like this. And Tony's just sitting there up. You know, up by the clubhouse watching, and he's kind of just in dismay. I mean, it was really tough scene. And then, and then, and then Max Homa says, "Hold my fucking beer." <laughs> and we get the worm's eye view of Homa's three footer to win, <laughs> the line and all. Well, oh. it seemed like it seemed like he wasn't aimed on his line. It seemed like the line was aimed further right than his putter. I don't know. It's hard to say if he misread it or, or he pulled it. Didn't his, didn't his caddy say aim dead center, aim inside the hole, which is insane. Yeah. I could be wrong. I don't want to – listen, we're, go, we're good golfers. We always blame the caddy. So that's it's kind of like our default way of thinking. Either blame the caddy or the greens. Yeah. and Never yourself. Listen, it's Poe out there, so you have an easy out. <clears throat> yeah. By the way, putting on Poe is the hardest thing in the world. I oh, it's a witch I've, fest. I've never putted well on it. Once you get past 3.30 in the afternoon on Poa, it's a complete nightmare. But so then, so he misses, and you're like, okay, we're going to at least have a playoff. Burns makes birdie on 17. He needs a birdie on 18 for the playoff. And I was thinking, like, how did it slip away from Burns that much? Because he... I mean, he made the bogey, but it didn't seem like he drastically fell apart or choked. I mean, he still birdied 17. Honestly, it felt more like he – I felt the opposite. It felt like he just completely capitulated. And then you're like, fuck, he still has a chance to get into this thing. It but kind of felt like – that bad on a really tough golf course. Yeah, I, I agree. I completely agree. But it felt like – it felt like Finau and Homa had pulled away. Like once, once they kind of got out ahead from Burns, it almost, it felt a little inevitable. Yeah. Once Burns bogeyed 15 and then hit it in the bunker on 16, it was like, it's now not his golf tournament anymore. Did he know that he was only a shot behind on the tee? I don't think he did. 
What did you think? I, I don't think he knew that he still had a chance to, to get into a playoff after, when he hit his tee shot in 18. I think if he knew that Homa had missed that putt, I think his way of thinking completely changes. But what do you, how does that change what he does on the hole? Yeah, he could hit a less crappy drive. I mean, maybe. I mean, if, yeah, he wasn't trying. Well, here's, to. The, here's the thing he could have completely thought that he was out, that he was out of it you know, tournament's gone and you kind of lose that little bit of level of engagement that that focus that you have when you know that you're still in the tournament. I, w- I wonder if, I wonder if he d- didn't realize that he still had a chance and if the way, the way he approached that hole completely changes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Except even if you've, even if you're standing on 18th tee and you think there's a 5% chance that you even have an opportunity to win the tournament, you're still going to try your ass off. And there's still loads of money on the line between the difference between him burying 18 and him bogeying 18 in terms of money. So I don't know. It's hard to say, but yeah, it was a terrible drive. Yeah. Uh, He was, he was wild, especially from 11 on. He was very, very wild off the tee. So anyways, we get to the playoff. And I do. I was really pretty speechless, honestly. After Homa missed that putt, I'm like, "Holy shit!" Now it's Finau's time. Now <laughs> Finau, he has the upper hand. Yeah, he's got like a guy he's, who's coming off a missed three footer to win. Playing playing against a literal wounded duck. Did you see Homa was like texting on his phone on the range? Yeah, he's like, "This is not the time. Not the time to check your timeline, buddy, because they're <laughs> shitting on you." They, you are getting blown up. I got to say something about Homa. He walks really strange. Do you notice I'm, how he walks? No, I'm, that is the last thing. He walks thing like I'm a creature. Attention. He's like, <laughs> his hands are by his side. He doesn't move his arms. And he's like, kind of walks like, I don't know. I don't want to make fun of Homa. But if the, <laughs> the way you said that makes it sound like you're about to make fun of him in about five minutes. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say anything. Not going to say anything about Homa. He walks like a God. <laughs> Chris no, is going to call him a crybaby in about five minutes. No, 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 no. I'm not going to put slander to Homa's name. <laughs> we get to okay. the playoff. They're staying. You know, nuts a drive. Oh, it's perfect spot. Perfect spot. And then Homa hits it on a similar line. A little further left and it kicks under this tree and i'm sure you saw it but it's a mini double cross it literally looked like he didn't have any swing on it like i thought he was screwed i thought he would yeah i thought he'd have to go for a uh miguel on hell jimenez yeah the bank shot shot. yeah i was like bank it off the tree that was the first thing that came to my mind i'm like bank shot He's going to have to go to the bank. Mm-hmm. But, but he had a little room. He had just enough. I didn't think there was a chance he'd get that ball in the green. That was an incredible shot. I really didn't think he could get that ball in the green. And it trickled it, up to like, what was it? Like, it was like 10 feet. I mean. Yeah, it was a very makeable putt. You know what's crazy? That wasn't even the best. Sh- that's probably not even the best short game shot that we saw this week. Oh, yeah. I mean, Burns on six. 
That's the best shot I've seen all year. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I can't think good. of it. I can't think of it. Was pretty good. It was pretty good. Burns backed up against the fence on six. Fucking he hits this thing that two hops in the rough and trickles out, rolls down the entire slope to like four feet. It was insane. It was dead. It was dummy what he did, but it was also partly luck. He, uh, I mean, there were some saucy shots in the bunkers from both Homa and Burns um, on ten earlier in the week too. Yeah, Burns had that one on Friday, Saturday, Friday Saturday. or Saturday. And I think same with Homa. They they were both awesome. Yeah. So, anyways, I still thought Fina was gonna win because I thought he was gonna hit that chip stone dead. Boom! There's the tournament. Homa misses. But it's Tony Fina. The fact that you can leave a winning putt short, oh, doesn't make oh. sense to me. God. It was literally the stage was set. Homa missed. Finau chipped up. He had an eight footer, a little bit of a slider, but you have an eight foot putt to win the tournament. Timid. The stage is set. And he left it short. It was un. Oh, God. I was livid. Short, short and low. The dictionary definition of the amateur miss. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was low because it was short. It sucked. It was it was a bad putt when he had been he had been rocks all day. It was yeah, it was it was a typical Tony Finau putt. But anyways, you think okay, they're gonna go to fourteen. He might stuff one in there. Massive double cross. He mega double cross. And. And then Homa hits one that puts really, a fire too. Yeah, I think Homa might have pulled that shot because there's no way after seeing Finau, there's no way he's in the bunker short sided that you're going to take on that pin. There was no way that he was aiming there. I mean, he knew that there was a good chance Parr wins this thing. Oh yeah, you're, there's no way that, he's getting within two yards of that bunker. Yeah, because you're playing you're playing match play at that point. Once right. once you once you see that. Finau short-sided himself in a in a bunker that's what eight feet deep. You're thinking, okay, bail out twenty-five feet right. Because mm-hmm. because the odds that Par is going to win is is higher than it really should be. Sorry, I'm eating. You're if always I'm eating, eating, Mike. Just keep talking, so I don't have to talk with my mouth full. Oh my god. Anyways, I still thought Finau was going to make that putt. He had a good putt. I think he got altered by Homa missing low. Which, which he was changed doing his all line. day. I, <laughs> I got a text from my friend. He's like, you think Finau makes it? I'm like, absolutely fucking not. He's going to – no way he's making that. <laughs> I still thought he was going to make that. But anyways, Homa, City of Champions – Dodgers. What do you say? Do- Lakers. Dodgers, Lakers. That's <laughs> just an insane thing to say. But you got to give it to him for sticking it out. I mean, it's not easy. It's never easy. And he did not make it easy on himself. 
I, it was it was cool to see him win. I, I'm a Max Homa guy. He's, he's had a he's had an interesting career, interesting upbringing. It's cool to see somebody win in their hometown like that. Literally their favorite golf course. Oh my god! As if I didn't already fucking know, they kept telling me Max Homa's favorite golf course and on planet Earth is Riviera. You know what my favorite golf course is? Riviera. I came here when I was a kid, and and I made my parents buy me a bar. Right, Shut Mike. the fuck right, up. Mike. Jesus. A oh. little harsh there, Mike. little harsh there. Well, it was just, it was just force-fed down my throat. <laughs> yeah, but it was, it was that cool of a story. And it's too bad Sean isn't here. It was a huge he win be... for Sean's brand. <laughs> Sean would be – actually, I'm glad Sean's not on this pod because – It would have just been like a celebratory circle jerk. It really would have been. I mean, it would have been too much to take. Oh God! I would have, I would, I would have left halfway through. I, I would have really would have been hard to listen to. It, oh, I, I, thank God, thank God, midterms are this week for him. Whatever he's doing, is he doing midterms? He's either doing midterms or jerking off. Yeah. Teach their own. <laughs> but yeah, this was this was an incredible week. This is. This week proved that when you get the conditions right, this is the best golf course on the PGA Tour. Yes. I mean, yeah, besides Augusta. Well, I'm talking from a non-major standpoint. Yeah. You know what I really yeah, like? I think it is. You know what I really like this week was the rough, is the fact that they didn't grow it up super oh, thick. I thought it should have been thicker. No, what I like about it is the fact that it was still playable, but the fact that since it was short enough, you got these really unpredictable lies. So you could either have one where you couldn't really do anything or you just got the mega flyer. I think it should have been thicker, Mike. You, that, well, this is where we disagree. <laughs> well, I wonder, well, I wonder what the listeners think. Do you think it was too short? It was too I, short, Mike. I mean, come on. It was so it was firm and fast as, as if it, it was is. a little thicker the winning score would have been like eight under and that is the perfect winning score to me i thought what, what was it 12 or 13 this week 12 12 oh 12 good 12 good anything between anything like 15 and under is is fine because you're gonna get some bogeys in there but this course was so good because it actually separated the guys who were playing well from the guys who were that were that were faking it like like bryson and rory both and jt got completely ejected by this golf course yeah and it was a course where on saturday it was so firm that there were some holes like 14 and 12 come to mind where you just couldn't get to the pin yeah and i mean angles not get to the pin and angles they matter you know there's those greens were so slopey and, and they fall off to the point where there's, you know, if you hit it down a certain side of the fairway or a certain side of the hole, you're just not going to be able to get to those pins. I agree. And they were fast and firm enough into where uh, I was at work. So I didn't see the biblical wins that were happening on Saturday. And, and of course my first instinct was to get really butthurt that they suspended play, but there was no way that, any ball could hold on a green that's that firm. That yeah, fast. I mean, Mike, your reaction was over the top. I was. Well, Would you call it like a pampered players tour? Yeah, it's pampered the pampered golfers association. PG. Well, 
Well, I mean, that's, did you see Keegan's putt? Well, Keegan sucks at putting as it is. Come on. I mean, that was dude, did you see? Well, who was it? JB Holmes or uh, who's the guy that looks like JB Holmes? JB Holmes. Where his hat fell off. Yeah, that was JB Holmes. Did, yeah. you, did anybody? Did you see that tweet of JB Holmes next to the uh, next to the cardboard cutout of JB Holmes? And it's like they both <laughs> play at the same pace. <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh god, it's not wrong. Yeah, there was. It was biblical. It was great. Yeah, but they I should mean, have stopped play. I under. They should have stopped play. I think they delayed play too long. Um. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. You have a case there. Yeah. That. That's my. There. That's my revised and. Uh, and thought. You take retract. You take retract a little bit. It was edited. Anyways, I have an official announcement to make, which is that Jordan Spieth is back. Is he? Yeah, he is. He is. He's back. Haters, haters are gonna say he's not like you, but he's. I'm back. not hating. I I think he's back he to is. his best he as well. He contended three straight weeks. I mean, he finished what? That hasn't happened since 2015. Week? That's true. He's playing I, unreal golf. He is playing great golf, and and I and I was getting really excited on uh, on Friday as well. I I know that he was like five shots out because Burns had separated himself but yeah but he got he was at nine under at one point and then he went Saturday. all the way back to four yeah but but it's the fact that he that he acquitted himself on what is this was the hardest week of this was the hardest week of the schedule so far yeah i mean he and he he played great at pebble and he played great at riviera i mean and those are not easy courses for him because if you're not well, driving one- well He's won at Riv. No, he's won at Pebble. Excuse me. Won at Pebble. Yeah. I listen. There's all we can really take are positives from. He's going to win the Masters. He's actually going to win the Masters. It's crazy. It feels like he's won three Masters, but he's (laughs) only won one. It's so fucked up. He could have won. He could have had four Masters. I know. 2014, when Bubba won. He 2015, he won. Should have won 16. was a shoe-in. And then could have won 18. Oh, starting the day nine back, he should have won. He didn't hit the when fucking he... tree. On <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That, that round was so electric. When he drains that putt on 16, he goes, are you kidding me? It, <laughs> he, I thought he was going to win. And that was the point where I was, like, out on Jordan because – it felt like he got every single good break, and it's just like, here we fucking go again. It's insane, dude. Uh, it's so nice to have him back. Yeah, Vintage Speeth is back. What happened to DJ today? Yeah, kind of just snuck under the radar. No one really talking about him. Just kind of. He, he was awful off the tee. Yeah. Just so- he also had a horrendous trip on one. I didn't see. I, I only horrendous chip on. I only got on. I probably started watching when leaders were on hole eight. So oh, I missed a joke! That. You don't even watch. I missed that. 
Oh, You're I mean, there's a giant, there's a giant coverage gap. Also, I'm convinced that all these Big Ten coaches uh, <laughs> are just conspiring to drain the clock and take all their timeouts. That was so into annoying coverage. when the Michigan game was on. God, like that's also like also what's Tom Izzo doing? Like your team sucks this year. Like you, you shouldn't be on TV. Tom Izzo coaches Michigan State. First of all, I'm just saying as a general proposition. <laughs> He's still exposed, on exposed, much. exposed. He's still on. He's still on TV like every fucking week. Um. Yeah. No, that was annoying. Like I flipped it on at one p.m. thinking it never starts on time. And there was like two point eight seconds left in the game, and they were playing the foul game, and I was just like, "Oh god, god!" And it's always like some meaningless game. I mean, this was a huge game. It was. This was a big game. Though. Three versus the four. The two versus the four. I think it was three versus the four, Ohio State. But who won? Michigan won. Let's fucking go. Dude, you don't even follow you clearly don't follow college basketball. You thought that was a meaningless game. It was the three versus the four. And you no, thought I was Tom Izzo was the coach of Michigan. No, I didn't. You're I just I was making a point about Izzo as a general proposition. And also, I've not been paying paying attention, I admit. I just don't like Ohio State in any capacity whatsoever. Whoa, whoa, whoa. First I of hate all, their football team. I hate their basketball team. I hate it. Urban Meyer. I don't like Urban Meyer, but go Buckeyes. And fuck Tom Izzo. Izzo. Who would you rather? Add him with Terrell Haddon. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you rather be stuck in a room with? Uh, Tom Izzo or Coach K? Oh, I like Coach K. You're a Coach K guy? I am a Coach K guy. I'm not a big Duke guy, but I'm a Coach K guy. I'm not a Duke guy. Yeah. Shout out Grayson Allen. Oh, the true enemy of the pod. <laughs> we should have enemies of the pod for all sports. Uh, okay. Yeah, let's do this right now. Uh, <laughs> OJ. <laughs> Vontaz Perfect. Indomitian Sue. Who else? OJ. Yeah, we don't Baseball. have to go through. Sammy oh. Sosa, Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds, A-Rod. Novak Djokovic. He is an enemy of the pod. Did he win? I think he, he probably won. Uh, Michael Jordan. What's your beef with MJ? <laughs> because I think LeBron's a goat. Oh, you're one of those guys, aren't you? <laughs> one of those guys. God, you you've revealed so much about yourself in the past like five minutes. You're a, you're a LeBron guy and you're an OSU guy. This is it. Yeah, this is probably tough to listen to. It hurts. <laughs> people. But LeBron is a goat, and you're gonna have to face the facts on that one. He should win MVP. That I'll admit. Yeah, I mean, he should have won MVP every year since 2004. Okay, he should have 16 MVPs. Now, now we're grasping for straws. Oh, but you okay? Well, we don't have to talk about the NBA. Are there any other storylines from Riviera? Uh, you know what really pissed me off was some of the analysis about uh, hole number 10. Everybody was saying that everyone was going for it, like, no, they weren't, they were only going for it when the pin was left today. Everybody was bailing out left to try and give themselves an angle. And yeah, you had to hit a three wood to get it pinned high. That doesn't mean they were necessarily going for it. Yeah. If you hit it, just, and everybody was saying like what 80 something percent of the field was trying to go for the green. That's just objectively not true. Just some 
fucking horrendous takes. And I, I, I hate to do this. I have to expose my friend. He said that um, he said that uh, 10 is an unfair hole. There's no risk reward. It's oh just risk. And 10 is one of the best holes in golf. And, and he said that there's too much luck involved and that if you, you know, and that this was a bad playoff hole because Homa was getting breaks like that. I'm like, I'm like, first off, luck is like one of the most important things in golf. If everybody had good luck or golf was just an inherently fair game, nobody would play it because then it would just be really fucking boring. And also like, if, if you want to yeah. mitigate, if you want to get mitigate the risk of, of getting uh, a bad break like that, just hit a better fucking tee ball. Yeah. That's what I say is if you don't want to get bad luck, hit it in the fucking hole. Yeah. Just it's kind of annoying that you can't drive that green. You can't actually really put the ball on the surface. You, I mean, you yeah. have to hit an extraordinary it's, shot, which is like, um, let me say 17 at waste management. 17 at Scott at Scottsdale. Yeah. That hole, like you can make eagle. You can also dump it in the water, make bogey. And that part of it where it's like, okay, you could hit this drive to 10 feet and make the puff for eagle. It's not necessarily the case on number 10 at Riv, but it's still an unbelievable golf hole yeah it's a phenomenal golf hole i mean if you say otherwise like then you're, you're a joke just, you're wrong like um and then grandelette and elkington were getting into this on twitter saying like the green is too severe and this that and the other I'm why like, are oh. why do why are we why do we care about the let and Elkington? i don't i don't know i got a twitter i got a twitter hole the other night i'm like grand like that's really thick from you like fucking spaz hands you can't even chip the ball properly so like don't talk to me about this yeah, that's fair. God, I, there were just some really, really, really bad takes. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to say. Cam Smith played well. Rom Sneaky play played well. well. I didn't see a single him hit a single shot. There were a lot of backdoor top tens. Molinari had a backdoor Hovland. top ten again. Hovland was the big one. What did he shoot, like 66 today? Uh, No, 67. Okay, pretty one off, so pretty pretty close. I mean, yeah, like yeah. Matt Fitzpatrick also kind of he Alex Noren had a oh no, he finished C twelve. <laughs> Alex Noren's a joke. Um how do you I want to say something about Cantley. I what mean he, he was one over today. I didn't see him hit a single shot. He, he started was, at the same spot as Finau did. He was so Oh, I was my dad was getting very mad at him last night because he was playing really slow once again. <laughs> Just like visibly angry. He was shaken, like rattled to his core. That's the only thing with Cantley. Because he's he's a great player. He just takes for fucking ever. Yeah. And he, he also, doesn't really bother me though. No, he doesn't bother me. He just he's just slow. I think he's I, I honestly think he's kind of fun to watch. Oh, he's great. Yeah. I mean, he has like literally a top five swing in golf. Maybe oh, yeah. Five. I mean, it doesn't look like a swing that's going to generate a ton of power, but he absolutely kills the ball. And that's with a guy who's got a 
what, like a broken back. Yeah. Hey, Jim Furyk went bogey free today. Did he actually? Yeah, what? the guy. Uh, T26, but that's still kind of sick. That's sick. I mean, the guy is, he's one of my favorites on tour because he like shows it up at some of these events and just makes, you know, like a handsome $50,000. Dude, he also, well, he probably made more than that this week, but he also went bogey free round one. Did he really? Round one, two birdies, no bogeys, 69. Round four, two birdies. Two birdies, no bogeys. No bogey, 69. That's sick. I, I'm... I am still so disappointed that he didn't win that players the other year. Yeah, I mean that was kind of a that was kind of a vintage Furyk collapse. No, he stuffed it on eighteen. Remember? Yeah, but he was already out of the tournament. Uh, who cares? I don't really remember that week. But can we, um, Mike? Do you have the matchups? Can we go through the matchups? Yes, I do have the matchups. They are somewhere in my notes. Here we go. So, well, I pulled them up. All right, right all right. Okay, all right. so, so matchups. Our first one was the dictionary definition of a tough scene. We had Rory versus Bryson, and these guys just ejected. Who they, won? they were both seven over, weren't they? They were both awful. Were they both seven over? I know Rory was. Yeah, Rory finished seven over. No, Bryson. Oh, Bryson was two over. Wow. Bryson kind of actually. He actually played well on the second day. Yeah, so Bryson wins that matchup. And the only person who. I had Bryson, team... right? No. Yeah. Sean took... No, I had. I listened to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was slandering Bryson last yeah, week. Yeah, you were. You were shitting on Bryson's, on shitting on Bryson's doorstep. I was all in on Rory. Yeah, uh, Sean was the only one that was Team Bryson. So, okay, that second that's a, a a win for the bad guys. And then our second matchup was uh, Matthew Wolf and Morikawa, oh, and Morikawa wins that matchup. He finished T forty three at plus one, while Wolf was six over. Yeah, yeah six over. So that that's a win for me and Sean. Sean is wait a second, didn't oh my god, I took Wolf. That's yeah, you took show. Wolf. Sean's Sean's two and oh, you're oh and two. Oh that's really, why did I take really, Wolf? really tough. I don't know. You were I hate were you Wolf. just like were you just like self-loathing last week? I don't know what was going on. God sometimes were... I pick players that I hate because I don't know. I picked Terrell Haddon and he won. It's like this weird reverse psychology thing. It is. I think it is. I mean, you you were having an interesting week last week, so I think your behavior was just all over the place. Uh, and then our last matchup was Zal Torres and and our boy Jordan Spieth. And I believe Spieth came out on top. Did Zal Torres even make the cut? Oh, yeah. Zal Torres played actually sick today. I think he, he was really? four deep today. He was. He tied Spieth. Oh, no. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> Spieth coming All right. with a four-shot lead. Wow. So it's a wash. So that puts so that puts Damn. me at one, one, and one. And then Sean goes. Sean two, had one, two one. wins. Yeah. Yeah, two wins, zero losses, but one draw. And then 
you you were winless, but do have I pulled out the tie. <laughs> you do have the wash that salvaged a little a bit of dignity. <laughs> the one pointer, just you dug deep. And who did we pick to win? We. I, I honestly didn't write that down. I know oh, I picked Shoffley. <laughs> I exposed you again. That's like the third time you've been exposed on this show. I know I picked Shoffley. I don't think any of us picked Max Homa. I think that's, that's safe. I honestly have a feeling I I, somebody... Oh, might. I know. I picked Corey Connors and Ricky as a dual pick. Right. <laughs> and Sean, Sean picked Pina? DJ. Oh, DJ. of course he, he picked, picked DJ. DJ. Of course he picked DJ. God. What a joke. We should put a cap, a cap on how many times you can pick DJ. Yeah, what a fucking brownos. <laughs> he just picks DJ and then roots for Homa literally every week. <laughs> he has like three players that he automatically goes to. DJ, Max Homa, and then he'll like mention one other person like if he's in a pickle and he has to come up with something to say. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it's really bad, but we should institute a uh, we should institute a DJ limit. It's like a salary cap. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Although I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't really like that because I'm gonna pick Rory every week. I think till he wins, but, Rory every week. Yeah, but the thing is, DJ actually, <laughs> DJ, DJ actually, actually pays off your pays off your bet. <laughs> Rory just Rory just says, "Oh, you bet on me? Well, fuck you." Yeah, you guys will be happy if I pick Rory every week. Oh my god, I would encourage you. I would I would, you know, institute a limit-free spending with Rory when it comes to you. <laughs> Rory and Neiman is it's going to be between that, them two the rest of the season. It's yeah, Rory Neiman free play for Chris Bornhorst. <laughs> oh, Neiman lit himself on fire on Saturday. Yeah, it was tough to see. I actually thought he was going to be right there. Hey, what were your thoughts on his uh, untucked shirt look? Did you see that? No. You think that's karma? I think it's very. I don't know. It's I it might be new style. Might be new style. I'm surprised. I I thought you're a big tucked in shirt type of guy. I am. <laughs> I am, but it's Neiman, so I'm not gonna slander him. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Do you have anything else to say about Riviera? No, I mean, it's a great tournament. There's God. nothing else to say. I'm really excited for next week because because it's at concession and this course is supposed to be extraordinarily hard. I think I think the players are going to be a little bit hot and bothered. Oh, I do too. Apparently, the greens are insane. Who do you think is going to be the first person to bitch about it? Um, it's hard to say. I feel like... Is Horschel in the field this week? He's probably he. I I feel I feel like it's neck and neck with him and JT. But JT's not had a great record opening his mouth as of late, so I put my yeah. money on Billy. Yeah, yeah, Billy Hill Golf, who by the way just opened a restaurant in Columbus, Ohio. Did you see that? <laughs> poke Poke Grill. What? It's called what? Lemon Shark. What? Oh God! <laughs> he was all over his social media. He's so, I just I think he just opened a restaurant in Columbus, Ohio. Does he have any connection to Columbus? Dude, I have no idea. I thought he was, I thought he was just a big Florida guy. That may... 
Can a can a Pokeball talk and get bad takes? <laughs> God, this is gonna be. We should go do a mukbang at Lemon Shark. <laughs> some some Lemon Shark ASMR with Billy Ho. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be such a great way to introduce Sean to ASMR. <laughs> I'm all on board for this. Is the only reason I'll go to Ohio is to eat is to eat a poke bowl with Billy Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that's pretty good. That's too good. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to go do it. We'll have to go do it. It'd be good. I content. can't believe I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think I'd rather go to Lemon Shark than the woods. Oh, Mike, don't be a joke. Have you ever been to the woods? No, I have not. I've only been to Orlando once. I've been to the woods. I've seen privacy though. It's in Jupiter, by the way. I'm I've not been to Jupiter. I've been to Palm Beach, but I've not been in Jupiter. Dude, how can you slander the woods without going to the woods? I'm not slandering the woods. I'm just saying that. You're I saying think... you'd rather go to Lemon Shark. That's yeah, slandering. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's not slandering. It's just hilarious. Fun story. I saw Tiger win at the Zozo while at the woods was the woods any good yeah it was sick they brought out like free champagne for everyone in the um everyone in the restaurant after he won it was so sick oh that's so good that tournament was great remember that hole that got so flooded that they had to play it as a par three even though it was like a, <laughs> a par five <laughs> just teed off in the middle of the fairway yeah, it was so brutal. <laughs> oh god bring that tournament back I didn't like that. You know what I didn't like about that tournament was like the double greens on every hole. Speaking of double greens, I learned that there's some double greens at Riviera. At what? At Riviera, there's some double greens. What do you mean? Remember that post that I sent you through DM earlier in the week, how there's like an alternate green for the number 10. So it gives the main green a rest. No, I didn't see that. That's insane. Yeah, there's some double greens out at Riviera. That's crazy. That's really sick, actually. I like double greens. Just don't force it on me every hole. Like, I understand why why they do it, but like, you know how much space you need to have to have like double greens for every single hole. Yeah, it's like and how many how many greens do you have? Thirty six. Oh, how many <laughs> courses do you have? One. Eight. Yeah, one course. <laughs> how, many, how many holes do you have? Eighteen. But. 36 if you feel like it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like those nine-hole courses that try to say they have 18 holes because you go to, like, you, like, tee off from a, a tee box that's, like, 30 yards back of where right. it is. <laughs> and, they, and they think it's, like, a completely new golf course. I'm like, no, like, not even the angle's changed. Yeah, yeah literally <laughs> nothing has changed. <laughs> Oh, God. How do we get this far down this like rabbit hole? All I'm going to say about? is we should go to Lemon Shark. I hit a chili dip. It was off the, it was off the hosel. I mean, Cameron Davis is a joke. Mike, you got any yeah. takes on the e-golf pro tour? You already have iron <laughs> covers. You already look like a giant <laughs> pussy. <laughs> I don't care. I honestly don't give a shit. He could be six feet under at this point, whoever WD 
I didn't watch a single <clears throat> bit of it, but I'm going to chirp at the Fairmont St. Andrews because of the name. Yeah, Paul Tesori. Paul Tesori, friend of the pod. Neiman, friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Yeah. Friend so of the pod, Aunt Betsy. Terrell Haddon, are you kidding me? And there is a raccoon, no joke, like 20 feet away. Florida. Say Florida, I'm hanging. Florida. No! You can't yeah. say Florida!